today on the Rita Made Me Do It show. Right, I'm like, okay, just leave, you know what? It's a pain in the ass for you, I get it, you know? Let me just do my laundry, which will make it easier for you to do yours, and she gets upset. <laughs> to be fair, I've gotten much better about that. At the beginning of our marriage, I felt like, I don't know what I felt like. I felt like you were neglecting my laundry and not helping take care of me and doing it because you were only going to do your own. But then I'd be like, but I have only a few things to wash. I need your clothes to wash it with mine to make a full load. But now I'm pretty much like, whatever, just throw your laundry in the laundry and just do your own and I'll do my own. Different dishwasher loading too. Amanda says, we wash it the same, not separating or anything. Nothing badish has happened yet. Also, my husband wants to add, he used to have his laundry in Staples paper boxes. <laughs> Never works. <laughs> I love this. I love this live every year. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach, also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine the conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. Happy Christmas Eve. Whether you celebrate the Christmas holiday or not, whether you're listening on Christmas Eve or not, I hope whenever you're listening, you can embrace all of the joy and the cheer that gets bundled up in this season. I know that I'm looking forward to the next couple of days unwinding, spending some quality time with my husband, and really letting the holiday season soak in. But before I did that, <laughs> my husband and I, now, for those of you who don't know, my husband's name is Chuck, and Chuck is quite an incredible guy with an incredible story that he's actually shared in past podcast episodes. But once a year, Chuck comes on Facebook Live with me, and we set goals for the year. We set couples goals. So I have individual goals. He has individual goals. But together, once a year, we come live in front of everyone, and we talk about how our goals for this year went we share our process. We share where we agree and disagree on specific things relating to our process on how we set couples goals. And then we set our goals live. So we just did that, sharing what went well and a lot of what didn't go well for 2020 and why it happened. We shared our process and what I love about it and what he loves about it and what he doesn't love about it. <laughs> and then we also shared what our goals are for 2021. So whether you have a spouse, a partner, a significant other, or this same process can work for setting goals with your children or setting goals with siblings or a business partner. If you're trying to set goals along with another person, I hope you will find this informative and useful. And I also put a link to the couple's goal setting guide that we use to do this in the show notes. So I hope you like it. This is probably one of my most listened to episodes when I do this every year because people love Chuck. <laughs> if you want a fuller picture of what this was, 
feel free to head over to my Facebook page and you'll see it there somewhere on my feed towards the top because like I said, this was a Facebook Live. And because it was a Facebook Live, the audio quality is not going to be as great as if it was uh, an official podcast episode. But still, I promise it is worth every word you listen to. If you have any questions for me, for Chuck, after you listen to this, feel free to email us at feedback at readamamedoit.com. And I'll catch you next week on another episode. Talk to you all soon. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoy this. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I don't even know. I'm not used to going live at night. So I'm kind of like, I don't even know what time it is. My husband was here. <laughs> but he said he really wanted he really wanted to dress up for this event. He wanted to wear a hat. And so there's my husband. This is Chuck. Uh, when you're here live, I see nobody is here live yet. See, that's how you can tell right there um but here somebody's here say hi let us know you're here so this is my husband chuck he wanted to dress up for today and wear a hat so i let him do it's these... covid time putting a shirt on is dressing up <laughs> i let this is his idea of getting dressed up for this live stream event chuck does not live stream often as i do hello everybody hi tanita hello hi. so you'll be able to see the comments here i'm just giving him the lay of the land Hello. So we are here tonight. All under protest. You're not under protest. No, but it's funny if I say it. Oh my gosh, he's not under protest. I'm oh, not. Amanda, that's my OBM. She's watching oh. with her husband. So. Hi, Amanda. I really like you because you gave me back my wife to a degree. <laughs> he likes you because yeah, because you you do so much for me. So, um, all right. So we're here because we're talking about setting couples goals. So during this time of year, everyone who is a coach, including me is doing training on setting business goals or setting life goals or setting health goals or but not enough people talk about setting, <laughs> stop it setting couples goals you look at you adoringly okay. so anyway anyway we do this every year we come to you live we talk about our process of setting couples goals we tell you how they went for that particular year and then we set our couples goals Ooh, do we have last year somewhere <laughs> i have i have it gone written down um and then we set our goals for the next year live. And so that's what we're going to be doing. So there are some important things. Hi, Shay. There's, Tanita says, nice hat. You see, we're here. John and I are with the live. So my, Lisa Woodruff, uh, she's here with her husband too. Look, all the husbands are, because of you, all these wives get their husbands to watch. They're probably like, honey. Yeah, because I was outside, I could have had a <laughs> Honey, Chuck's doing it. You have to do it too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> when COVID's over, we'll host like a party for all or something but there are two things that are very crucial to setting couples goals one is your drink of choice so i am drinking maker's mark tonight but it's a special maker's mark if lacy sites is out there i got this from her mm -hmm. it is s'mores flavored maker's mark it's really really good Marina says hello. Uh, okay, okay you can you can read yes my husband, since here. <laughs> my husband can read. I didn't use this last year. I didn't use this part. So I'm drinking s'mores favored bourbon. It's Maker's Mark s'mores flavored because I'm a bourbon girl because bourbon is delicious. Mm, bourbon's a little sweet. He is not a bourbon guy. Lisa loves the bourbon. He's not a bourbon guy. He is a whiskey guy. What are well, you drinking? Actually, tonight I'm drinking rum. Oh, okay. There's a cute little bottle. Let me try to. I can get it. I can get it to focus. 
So far, I have had 15 little bottles like that because they're all in this advent counter that this lovely lady next to me got. It's been alternating rum and whiskey. This is Pimpero rum. So this comes from a company called Spirits Co., which is in England. But this is Drinks by the Dram is who makes these. The bourbon, the whiskey, or the rum is very important. Being comfortable and feeling your best is very important. We're talking about couples goals. And this, this is what we use to set our couples goals. It is a Power Sheets companion. So you guys hear me talk about Power Sheets all the time. It's by a company called Cultivate What Matters. I actually put the link in the description above if you want to check it out. They went from a book format to a digital format, which is super cool for so many reasons. One being, yeah, just buy it once and then you can print it out year after year after year after year. After and year. <laughs> after, after year. Year after year. You love you love this. I do, but I also like giving you a hard time about it. He loved it. He loves this. This is his big every year he goes live, we decide he's gonna have a podcast and then we never follow up on that. Well no, I never follow up. Because, well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, he, he would be great on a podcast. Um, but we go through this goal to set our couple's goals every year. So I'm going to be sharing what's in here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk. It is very bright. Like, you could, you could go turn it down a little if you wanted to. I'm do that. Um, there's, like, a switch on the back. And you can just, like, turn the knob, like the big outer knob. And it will, like, go down. There you go. Watch on the screen. <laughs> Holly, my sister, just said Rita is fun to give a hard time to. Oh, I got real. Okay, that's good. That's fine. It's a little dark. It's a little okay. dark. <laughs> I've got a lighting guy now. It's got a nice, nice hat. That's well, fine. I do other texts. Comes in. This is fine. It's lit enough. We're lit enough. How about mm, that? All right. Yeah, but I'm getting so, there. Let's say cheers. Cheers. Right. Okay. So we were we're gonna go over our process, how we fill this out, what's in here. We're gonna talk about how our goals went from 2020 and then we're going to talk about what our goals are for 2021 actually we don't even know yet we're going to set them live with you guys so tell me though do you guys set couples goals with their significant other or their like we said you don't have to be married you don't have to be in a relationship you don't have to have a partner this can be good for setting goals with your child with a sibling with your mother with a business partner i mean some of the questions will be different trust me (laughs) but it's the same concept, the same idea. You can tweak it to match whoever you're setting goals with. Do you remember what our goals were from last year? Of course, because we did regular check-ins and monitored our background. <laughs> well, I can't even say it. Totally false. Um, no, I really don't. Yeah, we really, in total transparency, this year, we dropped the ball on couples' goals. I feel more like the ball was stripped from us. A little bit, yeah. A lot of our goals, I went back. So last year we set our goals in a short live, but we did it mainly on the podcast. So you can go find that old episode from the end of 2019 on my podcast. But when I went back and listened, a lot of our goals were around being social, hosting people over at our house more, um, going on trips more. There were a couple of travel things. We really wanted to insert more fun and recreation into our lives. Now, another one of our goals, though, from last year, was our finances and to continue to improve our financial situation, which surprisingly we did in 2020. We were very fortunate that COVID presented many different opportunities for us to actually work on our finances, accumulate a little more wealth, pay off some more debt. You were able to get a new car. I mean, there were things that happened. Well, 
had to get a new ha- car. Let's, let's be clear. Had, had to. to. Had to. COVID or, just let me do it a little cheaper because they were desperate. Shay says no, even though we have one or two, they haven't set couples goals. Amanda said we did last year and did nothing with them. And Lorena just Lorena wants to meet Chuck. <laughs> he just wants to meet Chuck. Everybody just want, I'm telling you, if this man got his own show, his own podcast, everybody would She interviewed me once for her podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's hysterical. I just said that. Like no, I, you, you said we, we had this last year on your podcast. Yeah. Be, you didn't yeah. mention that you'd interviewed me for another episode. Oh, it was the same episode. Was it really? It was the oh, same I episode. Well, I look silly. Oh, well, must be that. <laughs> so Jennifer says, we paid off the IRS. Woo-woo, way to go. Bought a truck uh, and limited casino trips. And we were more active at an online church. COVID helped us. Tanita also wants to meet Chuck. So I... I can see that in 2021, we're, when we're able to have live events, I'm going to have a meet and greet with Chuck where he will autograph all of your power sheet couple goal setting guides for you. For money. For money. Or whiskey. <laughs> for money or whiskey. So the reason that our goal, so I'm curious, uh, Amanda, why did you guys set couples goals and then nothing happened with them. But then for those of you that did like Jennifer, where you had them and it sounds like you did really well with them. What was the secret? Why did it work so well to set couples goals or why did it not work to set couples goals? So I can tell you for us, it's exactly what Chuck hinted at. We put them in a drawer and we stopped scheduling the minute that kind of lockdowns happened and COVID hit. We kind of just put aside our normal routine. It was really easy to make an excuse. It was so easy to make excuses. <laughs> People are going to bring bourbon, at least, for a meet and greet with Chuck. Well, that's well, good for me, though. It's good for me. Which is good for me. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. He knows exactly what to say. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. So, all right. So, a big key, guys. If you guys are going to set couples goals. Drink. Besides drinking, a, a big key is to schedule quarterly review dates, meet every 90 days, talk about what went well, what didn't go well, but also schedule weekly check-ins. So this is something that we are going to do this year, but we're going to do it at a distillery, our favorite distillery. So we have this place called Merlarkey. We like to go there. I think we can build in going once a week, having a nice cocktail and just touching base on where we are. A weekly date. And plus we need a weekly date anyway. Yeah, but the same thing. Yeah, why she didn't clear this to me ahead of time, by the way. I'm just saying. I just I'm, heard about this now. I'm literally talking to you about it. Right I, now. Yeah, but you know, you could have prepped me a little so I don't get caught flat footed in front of all these lovely people. All right. So Jennifer sound doesn't sound bad. I mean, oh no. Jennifer made a graphic so it was visual and I nagged about it. Is that don't fun? do that. Okay, don't do that. Uh, Amanda says we did not make it. We really didn't make a plan around it. We wrote them out, but didn't do anything further. And then COVID too. So I think COVID was an easy excuse. I think we all get grace this year. We give ourselves we grace for COVID. We give ourselves on. grace. So knowing what didn't go well, right? A lot of our goals were thrown out. One of our goals was to spend more time together. We did Nailed that. It. <laughs> Nailed it. But it was not by choice. It was not intentional. So our goals for 2020, hosting more in our home. No. Spending more time together, yes, but it wasn't the intentional way that we wanted to. And then finances, and that actually worked out well. So I would say we did okay for 2020. Well, I mean, COVID also means you can't really spend money. Yes, you could. Well, yes, but you couldn't spend as much. We couldn't go out. We couldn't, you know. No, I spent money. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bought a flipping truck, so yes. I mean, we 
we so anyway we'll talk, talk about, we redecorated we I tried to give you an easy one and you just totally threw it away. I, i'm honest i'm very transparent it's still true all right so what is in this how many of you have this so i know a lot of you know about cultivate what matters or you know about power sheets and i will say even if you're not in a couple they have different goal setting guides. They have a wellness goal setting guide. They have a financial goal setting guide. They have a community uh, goal setting guide. So check out the same link that I gave you, but click around on their different goal guides. And again, they're digital. So it's like under 20 bucks. You buy it. It's really, sub it's very substantive. In fact, every time I give Chuck this, what do you say? Oh, He's like, oh, I don't want to fill this out. I, he's like, I don't want to. It's too much. So Although a lot of it's guidance. You know, you pick it up. It's thick. It's hefty. But really, a lot of it's guidance. And do it in little bites. Don't be like me. Yeah, we kind of wait till the last minute to fill it out because he really resists filling it out. But also, we decided to kind of talk about that tonight, too. We have very different goal-setting personalities. I like to take time and write everything out fully. I like to give it time to marinate. I come back and I work on it. He, he's very like, let's just talk about it on the live. Let's just figure it out in a conversation right then which I don't like very much, but he likes it. So we compromised. I wrote out all my answers. I said, read them through. What are your responses where it asks you to respond? Do you see anything different? What are your thoughts? He wrote some notes. I'm going to share some of them, but he wrote some stuff out. And he's like, look, we'll just talk about it on the live. That's what we'll do. Oh, you wrote down such great notes. I just stole most of yours. Holly says, that's how I feel about goal setting and performance review at work. So, Oh, don't get me started on work performance reviews. <laughs> he's in the middle of his work performance. No, I'm not. I did it. It took 15 minutes. Yeah. So, I got a thousand characters to sum up my entire year. No. So Lisa says we have the couple guide. Okay, Lisa, have you guys worked through it? Have you guys started working through it? Yep. So what's in this goal setting guide? So again, it's digital. It's under $20. You can go download it right now. You can print it out. You can use it year after year after year until they update it and you want the new one. And like I said, they have other goal guides as well. Holly says it's so time consuming. But Holly, you know me. What's a little bit of a time commitment for something that could change the entire trajectory of your life, right? Right, baby? Sure. <laughs> no, actually, it's true. But, so we, we have accepted we have different goal-setting personalities. And instead of me trying to get him to do it the read-away, where we're going to... Or me trying to get her to do it the right way. Right. <laughs> or in, whatever. Instead of him trying to get me to do it like his way... We just met in the middle, and and that's fine, right? And that's also what we've done with loading the dishwasher. It's kind of like instead of me getting him to do it my way or him getting me to do it his way, we got a new dishwasher. We, so it doesn't matter. we got a new dishwasher that works better. Holly likes to talk it out, so you and Holly are going to set a lot of goals together. All right. So the couple's goal guide takes you through. It's a, it is a lot of instruction. So it says, how do you actually follow through? And how do you make it easy to follow through? So it says, fill this guide out in one night if you want to, as a date night or little bit by little bit, whichever way works for you. Uh, make a plan. If you have a big goal, write down the small goal. So if you have a goal that's going to take all year, turn that yearly goal into quarterly goals. So now if it's going to be like, I don't know, develop a deeper connection with my husband or with my wife, like with each other, then maybe we're going to break that down into how? four, yeah, it, how, like four quarterly goals. And then each quarterly goal, 
will have a smaller goal where it's just for that month, what your focus is for that month. Then the goal is to keep this where you can see it. So if you're using another goal planner, add those goals that you set into your goal planner. If you're using PowerSheets, add them to PowerSheets, but measure progress. And that's where we really we really do have to get better at that. To talk about it. There's certainly room for improvement. There's, there's a lot of room for improvement in terms of us doing a check-in on these. That's going to be crucial, uh, especially for this year. So there's a little video if you buy the download that you can watch. Oh. But the first thing is, is it has you. And I was talking about this in my business goals. It doesn't matter what goal you set if you're not the kind of person who can achieve that goal. So if you don't show up as the person who achieves that goal, it won't matter what you write down. So the first part of this is to get to know who you are, who are both of you. How do you show up in the world? How do you want to show up in the world? And I always use health as a goal example. But if you set a goal to be healthy, but you're showing up as an unhealthy person with unhealthy habits, you can't wait to start showing up as a healthy person until after you get healthy. People can't be like, oh, well, once I get healthy, then I'll show up as a healthy person. It's like, no, you have to have the habits and take the actions, think the thoughts, say the things of a healthy person in order to become healthy. So. This is what how we, we're showing up. And I said that I think that some words that describe us as a couple, spontaneous, because we do things last minute. Do you agree with that? We do everything last minute. No, I plan a lot. I plan stuff. Like and then we execute the plans last minute. <laughs> not last minute, but I mean like without a plan. Yes. Okay, without a plan. And then I said loyal and I also said. loving. But you said grounded. So tell me yeah, how realistic we're re we are we're realistic. Okay. I think so. I think so. Do you think that hurts us that we don't like Being have realistic will never hurt you that we don't have like big it enough goals? disappointment. Mm, no, see, this is also where we never. It's OK. Um, then it talks about what were you grateful for over the past year? So I'm curious for all of you watching, whether you're doing a couple goals out or not, what are some of the things you were grateful for over 2020? Because it's very easy to look at everything. That was not good. And I noticed that you did not write down an answer here. So I put having martini in our home as part of our lives was something we were grateful for. So I hadn't got the gut punch yet. Our home, we decorated our home and kind of just being able to even navigate the obstacles of COVID-19, I was grateful for. We did very well during a time that a lot of people weren't able to say the same. Mm -hmm. But you wrote down literally nothing. I'm just doing your answers. No, what one thing that you're grateful for? You, always, forever. Okay, guys. So what's one thing that you guys are grateful for in your relation? So if you are watching with your partner or you're watching to do this with your partner, like what is one thing that you're grateful for in your relationship? For everybody else, what is one thing that you're grateful for? She says, grateful for time at home with my husband. Yes. As are you. I'm I'm very grateful for time at home with my husband. I'm not for time with my wife, but okay. <laughs> you're going to you're going to hear about that more in our 2021 goals, but and then it has you list out some things that you love to do together, so that you can really remember those things that connect you, that bring you closer together. So I'm curious, what kinds of things do you like to do with your partner? So again, whether it's a romantic partner or your child or a sibling or what kinds of things do you like to do together? So I wrote, here's Rita's, I'm going to say what Rita wrote down. And then I'm going to let Chuck tell you how Chuck answered this. 
So things we love to do together, go to distilleries, travel to places like Barbados, binge Netflix, try new restaurants, basically experience new things, new food, new places. What did you say? Well, because I don't feel like repeating everything you've said, I added sleeping to the list. He just wrote down sleeping. <laughs> things we love to do together. Okay, to be fair. But we do not really To be fair. Yeah. Everything else is Rita Cha. This is one freeform field. Therefore I felt I could just add on to yours as long as I agreed with them. Okay. I like it. Okay. We're gonna go with and that. You answer. left off sleeping. Sleeping is important. Well, I left off sleeping because of something we get to later in the book where we're going to talk about a difficulty that we have is our, our schedules. So Chuck starts work at 11 a.m. and he ends at 8, which is why we're here later than Rita's usually on live. Oh, bedtime. Yeah. And so that's the problem, right? I get up. I try to get up at 5. I'm getting up around 6.30 lately. But I go to bed around 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. But because he starts work at 11, he doesn't go to bed until like 2 or 3. 2. In the morning, two or three in the morning. So we're literally sleeping next to each other for maybe three hours every night. And I don't even know it because I'm I'm lights out when he comes to bed. You could get up earlier. Neither one of us do. And then it still wouldn't be sleeping. So let's see. Shay says travel's a big one. We are just postponing until later 2021 and 2022. I'm curious. It's, I, mean, I want you guys who are there with your spouse or your significant other to tell each other how you met. So if I were to ask, like, Amanda, if I were to ask you how you met your husband, what would you say? And if you were to ask your husband how you met, what would he say? Would it line up? Would it sound the same? Would there be any differences? Shay, how about you? Or Lisa Woodruff, how about you? Lisa says, grateful for grill outs and our cooking adventures. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That's good. We agree. We we approve approve that. Um, Okay. How did we meet? I said, now, to be fair, he did better this year than last year. So I said, well, he completely, and I did less. I did less. I used fewer words this year. I used fewer. I said, he completely ignored me when I introduced myself at a bar. So, of course, so, of course, no. Okay. So he said hello in a very grumpy, disgruntled way. When I approached him at a bar and introduced myself to him, he kind of blew me off with like a not interested greeting, which made me at the time hooked on him completely because he was not interested in me at all. So that's how we met, right? Chuck said, last year, Chuck said, at a bar. <laughs> this is the answer. At a bar. But this year he said, me at a bar. Met at a bar. Oh, met at a bar, blew her off, saw her get online later. So that's that's the answer. Amanda that's says truly correct. Amanda says online dating. I would hope it's the same. So this answer shows a big fundamental difference for me and Chuck, if you can't even tell on this live. And I'm curious, I, I would imagine it's like this for a lot of couples or a lot of men, women couples, but I use way more words than Chuck uses to say things. <laughs> Which can cause some problems when I'm trying to tell a story and I feel like you're bored or not listening anymore. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Shay says, we met through mutual friends via a dog connection in the park. Nick says, at the park. <laughs> oh, Nick. 
Factually correct, efficient <laughs> with the words. So, well, you might want to say, well, no, it, was, it didn't say dog fart. Never mind. <laughs> so even if you don't want this couple bowl guide, you guys can kind of do some of this on your own, right? Um, then it goes to different areas of our life, and we rate them on a scale of like one to ten, with one being not satisfied at all, and a ten being either fully satisfied or it's not a priority, so it doesn't even really matter in terms of, you know, how are you doing in all of these areas of life? And I would say you rated a little bit higher than me, but not by much. I, I just want to say something here. Yeah. Apparently, there is no part of our life together that you are completely satisfied with. That's a little hurtful. I had several. You you did. So that's interesting, right? That's interesting. Why do you think that it, I'll, you know, I'm going to say it has to do also with the way we approach goals and the way we approach our life, right? So why do you think I, so I get good scores, guys, on a scale of one to 10 of satisfaction. I gave about an average of a seven, mm, six and seven, 6.825. 6.825. He gave an average of maybe 7.5, eight, eight seven, and a half. no, no, 7.5 or so. Mm, so some did go low. So why do you think that is? Because you always say that, like, oh, you're not satisfied with this, or you're not satisfied with that. Do you think that that's a bad thing? I think it's you. Yeah, but that's not answering. It's question. not good or bad. It's you. Maybe. Everybody's unique. Everybody's different. Yeah. And you could not start talking when I just have to take a breath. That would be helpful. Okay. Um, it comes down to you're ambitious. You're driven. You're more. You want more. I'm a little more easygoing, a little more laid back, a little more lazy, some might say. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. So we have to take that into account when we're looking at each other's things. Like he could easily look at my numbers and think I'm not happy because they're lower. I just wanted to poke her about it. But the truth is, so asking each other, not just what is your level of satisfaction with this area, but why? The answer is always in the why. Why do you feel like this? And then you're going to realize, oh, I'm happy. I just feel like we could also add this on, or we could also do you this. You sound like some of the QA reps at my work a few years back. <laughs> oh. You know, you did good, but here's what could be better. Oh. Everything. Oh Nothing's perfect. Oh, my goodness. Nothing's perfect. But I said the area, I want you to be serious about this. The area in our life that needs the most change, I said, is our friendships, because we really, A, didn't get to see people this year that much, and B, we were really bad about the zoom tech burnout where mm -hmm. we didn't do a lot of social stuff mm -hmm. online so we did have your birthday party online right at the beginning of all this back in april but we very quick we weren't hosting like happy hours frequently on zoom with our friends or even really like texting them and finding out how they're doing because we were very tech burned out at the end of our days being on tech all day i don't know if you guys felt like that or not but that's kind of well Honestly, I feel like I was a little better at it than you just because of some of my hobbies. Mm. He does like online gaming. So by default, when he gets together to game online with his buddies, like none of whom are here. I'm kind of offended. They couldn't come watch this. <laughs> like, Maybe they'll see the repeat and realize I just called them out. <laughs> so it's funny. But you what use area? a lot of words to say that. I said exactly the same thing. I just used a very different word. Well, we just One that we different. really probably shouldn't put on the screen. <laughs> 
Um, so guys, how, if you were to ask each other, or maybe you've already worked through this a little bit, like the areas are things like our time together. How satisfied are you with your time together? How satisfied are you with how you communicate? How satisfied are you with your physical environment? How satisfied are you with your friends or your family? How satisfied are you with spirituality? How satisfied are you with your money or organization or how you meet each other's emotional needs or your relationship overall? How do you guys feel you do? Like, do you guys feel like you match up? Do you feel like what's important to one of you maybe isn't as important to another? Do you feel like one of you is more satisfied than the other? I'm curious how you guys are feeling because I think ours is just more of, I think we're both equally happy. It's just whether the glass is half full or half empty, but it's still half either way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of. So I look at it as a lot of words. Oh, like there's still room in the glass. Yeah. We could still put more in the glass, mm-hmm. but you're like, Hey, we're running out of room in the glass. So we're pretty good. Like I'm full. Everything's mm-hmm. great. Right. So does that make sense, guys? You guys got really quiet on us here. Well, so I stopped being entertaining. But I said that friends, I said that friends are the area that we need to focus on most. What about you? Well, again, I've mostly said, you know, things that we need to focus on a lot is essentially socializing and relationships outside of the home. And well, my, you know, and well, yeah, we're going to go with those words. Okay. I might have used different words when I wrote it down. What I love, too, is that there is a section in this for you to write, for one partner to write something and the other. So, again, husband, wife, uh, any combination of partners, and, again, any family uh, members or even best friends. I mean, best friends can use this guide, right? If you're not uncomfortable doing this, you're probably not putting enough into it. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, that's true. If you kind of skate through filling this out, you're not digging deep enough or letting yourself, I guess, sit with your... Emotions. You're not being fully present with the feelings. So I want you guys to ask why you love each other. Why do you love each other? Why why do you love each other? If you're just filling this out on your own, why do you love yourself? I want you to say why you love yourself. But tell me in the comments, guys, why do you love each other? So I said, I love Chuck. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but he supports me and he cheers from cheers me on, he listens to me. He can be counted on, and I think he's funny. And basically, at the end of the day, I just feel really safe with him. I feel respected and safe. That's that's how I feel. He said, we'll read this one. I love Rita because she's amazing and puts up with me, and she's way more adult about stuff than I would be on my own. And that's why he loves me. But I'm curious, why do you have you guys ever even asked that? Like, I know it sounds kind of like a needy question. But I think if you check in every year, what's really funny is our answer to this is different this year than last year, right? Like the what what pops up as a priority for what is making our relationship strong and solid changes as the year and the situations change. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys are still out there. Yes. Well, eleven people. Type yes if you're still listening to us. Type yes so we know. It could be that the comments froze up. Okay, here we go. Lisa says. I love John because he's an amazing provider, loving father to our kids, and adds the fun to my more serious personality. That sounds familiar, except for the kids part. And that's yeah, we don't have those. But I love that. I love I love that. Do you guys ask each other that question? Like, and isn't it interesting to to think the anchor in your relationship will change year after year? And it's kind of neat to check in on that and see. Do you guys know each other's love languages? 
So whether you're your part, romantic partners or friends or family members, do you guys know the love languages of the people in your life? Do you guys know what love languages are? How many of you know the five love languages? It's a book that five do. How many of you are familiar with it or do you just kind of know of it or do you know nothing about it? I'm curious. Type that in the in the comments. Lola, we're still, we're just starting, girl. Lola, we are just starting. Shay says, being a good person and seeing how Nick treats other people. That's why she loves Nick. Seeing how he treats other people. That's so sweet. But how many of you know that, oh, so Shay says, currently rereading five love languages for a refresher. So do you feel like you're good at giving love in the way that the other person wants to receive it? Or do you give love in the way that you like to receive it? Or do you not know? I know without a doubt, this is an area that I have to improve in. In terms of, I give love the way that I want to get love. And that's not, like in our case, that we don't receive love in the same in the same way. I mean, one of ours kind of, but like for the most part, our primary love language is very different. And so if I'm not getting like something that I need, it's often because he's giving love the way he receives it. But I think I'm worse about that than you are. Well, I mean, you're more multilingual there. I, I really stick with one. Yeah, I when I, we took the quiz last year, we didn't take it again this year. But, but at the end of the quiz, Chuck was very clearly one love language. It was uh, the physical, yeah, physical touch. That is his love language. That is how he likes to receive love. That's what a love language is for people who don't know how you like to receive love. I took the quiz and I was equally divided between all of the love languages except one. And Chuck was like, of course you are. Right. Um, I remember it was all of them. No, there was Which one. one um, acts, I think acts of service I didn't. Oh, well, you just yeah. know you're never getting that. Acts of service I didn't. Swear. Shay says, same. I'm not good at giving love in a different language. Hence why I'm reading the book again. I, think I, mean, it's really, I have some strong thoughts about those, but what are your thoughts? You can share your thoughts. Uh, I, I didn't read the book, so I know I, I'm. I've skimmed through the book. I've read some of some articles and whatnot about it. I do a lot of skimming. I don't really get a whole lot into reading it, but into just get into it and seeing it. I just I feel like it puts a little too much emphasis on only accepting it how you want it, not taking not unconditionally accepting love at all. Okay, I get that. That's actually very deep. Every once in a while. I should go get more whiskey. That's I mean, you had rotten, so you should. whiskey. That's actually very deep. Like, be grateful for receiving love at all. That's You'll get right. what I give you and like it. You'll get what I... I was waiting for him to say that. You're going to get what I give you and you're going to like it. That's his real answer, guys. That's his real answer. Oh, Sarah. Hi. Love you. How's Chicago? How is Chicago? Oh, God. Chicago. I had tickets to it. I was going to come in the spring and then I couldn't because COVID. So you'll see me in 2021 hitting up Chicago. See, that was basically my answer to the thing. What do we need to work on the most was COVID. He's like, just getting rid of COVID. But I don't know. Are we, I mean, you know, yeah. putting our lives back together. <laughs> so that's something to think about with your partner. And if you haven't, there's a free quiz online about your love language. I would take it with a grain of salt though, because Obviously, the results of any test are based on how they were the questions. I don't think anything is static and fixed. But the difference really is I, I receive love in almost every single way. But that doesn't mean that I'm it's almost worse because it doesn't mean I'm satisfied with any one way of receiving love. I need it all. I need to get it all. 
I need to have words of affirmation. I need quality time. I need physical touch. And I, the, oh, actually it was the, the gifts. The acts of service did score, but receiving gifts is not one of my love languages, but doing something for me. <laughs> so like when Chuck knows I'm busy with work or doing out Facebook live or something, he might do the dishes when it was my turn to do the dishes. Or he'll do the laundry if he knows I was out doing something for work or traveling to speak or something. So all of those. So it's it's almost unfortunate for Chuck because it's not like if I just get one, I feel happy. It's like I need them all mixed together in order to like feel loved. He needs his back rubbed, his head scratched, and maybe his feet rubbed. And to occasionally be left alone. And to occasionally be left alone. And so like his other love language is to shut up and leave me alone for a while. And that's not one of them. What do you mean? That's not one of oh, the no. no, they don't put that Personal in space. I guess that would be acts of service, maybe. Quality time? For yourself. Oh, no. Let's see. John says Chuck needs to read though. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Oh, Sarah says they have a whole guest suite. That's cool. <laughs> um, I read it as a single person, so I feel like I'll have a different perspective this time. Plus, I forgot them. I thought there were four, but it's five. Yeah. So anyway, it's just something to think about. But I think in general, regardless of what the category is, it's important to ask what makes you feel loved, right? Like what makes you feel cared for? What makes you feel appreciated? What makes you feel heard? Because it's so easy to think that the way you feel heard and cared for and appreciated is the same way somebody else will. And you might not even know how to give like that attention in that way. I'm really bad. I'm bad at that, right? Like I'm bad. Am I good at that? Like, when you want to be. Do you feel cared for? This is very real, and this is so raw, guys. Do you feel? Do you feel? He he knows better than to be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> We're getting a divorce. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna bring it up, <laughs> there's no way. He's, we know a few lawyers. He's not divorcing you. But um, God, no, that's my retirement. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that too. So, what is it? I mean, am I okay with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could do better. Oh, I mean, in your world, everything could be better. Oh my God! Do you see what I have to put up with, guys? Lola, and she stays. Lola says he's like a sweet old dog, just to add belly rubs. <laughs> he bites. He bites. Um. Okay. So that's one of the pages, right? And so we wrote out. We wrote out, so you can see, I said, here's how Chuck can make me feel loved. Look at Chuck's answer. He just drew some arrows to the stuff about, like, physical touch. Cuddles, kisses, back rubs, holding his hand. That's what he drew the arrow to. And that that's it. And I was like, all the all the things. words than me, so I'll just steal yours. Oh, all the things. But that's the point of what we're saying, all the things. Are you not going to share kindergarten art? I don't know. They have you do some kindergarten art, which I think is cute. But and, and I mean, we do it every year, so we actually have a collection. But they have you trace one hand and then the other person's hand over the other. It's kind of cute. It's cutesy. I don't know if it's cute. It's cutesy. It's our commitment to helping each other. Committed? Are you going to shake my hand? Are we committed to helping each other? I feel scared. I feel like I'm free. Don't hurt. We're on video. Don't hurt me. Oh, you were doing like a special. I, I didn't know we had a handshake. All right. So then the next thing you guys need to ask each other is what matters to you? What matters to to us as a couple? So what matters most to us as a couple, Chuck? You saw my answer, but you did not. 
So I wrote my answer, and then I left the spot for Chuck to write his answer, and he didn't write an answer. I was playing the answer live. No, I know. So I'm asking you. I know. I want to see it again. Just what matters most to us in a relationship, for our relationship as a couple. Well, I mean, there's an easy answer, and that's each other. And what matters most to me is, frankly, you. Yeah. Your success. Okay. I mean... That's not as um, selfless as it sounds. Yeah. What do you think is important for the stability of our relationship? Let me ask it like that. Well, apparently what we've been doing because, you know, seven years and no slowdown. But so... I mean, for the people at, at home, can you give like some specifics that could help them brainstorm their own answers? So I said like our financial security is really important to us as a was... couple. Oh, you were talking. I was about to. I had words and now I've lost words. Go ahead. Nope. I'm going to breathe. You talk. Okay. Let me find my words again here. Things that are, um, what is it again? Is that a sentence, right? What matters most to us as a couple? Um, you know what? To be real, I'm not going to go off on some pretty fancy la-di-da world. Money. Financial stability. Without that, don't everything else becomes secondary. If you're scrabbling for survival, you're going to fight. You're going to get cranky. You're not going to be each other's best selves. So I guess really more security and stability than just money. Oh, so that was a very Rita way of thinking it through for people who know me is what's the most important thing? What by focusing and prioritizing that area makes everything else easier. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if you're financially secure, then you're secure in all these other areas, which makes the loving and the communication and the... So I'm curious, what are your answers for that? Like, how many of you, the men at home who are watching this, all the husbands... Oh, we just lost one. We called him out. How many, how many of you, uh, like, agree with that? John agrees with Chuck on financial stability. John so, sounds like a very wise man. So, Lisa, I'm, I'm uh, curious, would that have been your answer? That financial security would be the most important thing for all of your, like, for your the stability of the relationship or like the connectedness of the relationship or did you think something else i'm starting to think that i know it's stereotypical to say you know like to be all like men think this women think this but i'm starting to think that a lot of men would probably answer that question the same way yeah lisa said no that wouldn't have been my answer right so i'm seeing like a theme like a a thread um what was your answer again Mine said loving each other well, like supporting each other's endeavors, making sure we feel seen and we feel heard and understood by each other. And then I did put our financial security and our health, because without our health, we're going to have a, if we don't like, and we're stepping, even though we're drinking bourbon and whiskey in front of you, but we are stepping more into health in a bigger way. And I think without our help, like nothing else matters. Like it's a shit show. But again, something else that financial stability makes easier. Very true. Very true. So I'm curious, what do you guys think your answer is? And then the next page goes into what are some challenges that you had this year? Lisa says, our kids are healthy and loved. Our home is safe, please. Supporting goals and seeing each other be successful. That would be her answer. Whereas her man's answer was financial security. Right. right? Lola says, having been broke, I can say it made us stronger, but I'm glad that's over too. Yeah, it's true. It really depends, like, but it does make everything else easier. You won't fight as much, or it is easier to take care of your health. It's easier to be happy in your career because you don't have to work a job to make money. You can choose the job you want to work when you 
have financial security. Um, there's just a lot about financial security that we can't underestimate, right? So what are some challenges that you guys faced this year? That's important, right? When you're setting goals for the next year, it's important to say what challenges you faced. If you say COVID, give it up. We all know that. So I put COVID, but I was very specific about it. I said COVID created so much time together with so much time with my amazing, amazing husband that it's easy to feel like we had time together when really it wasn't quality time together. We just happened to be in the same place at the same time. So I feel like that's a challenge. We had a lot of time together, but it was easy. To, it's easy to discount that it wasn't quality time. Right. There's a much shorter way to say that. Uh-huh. Familiarity breeds contempt. I don't, I don't believe that. Okay. I mean, I believe that, but that's not what I meant. No, but... There isn't such thing as too much time together because you assume it's going to happen. It's just a given, so you don't focus on making the most of it. Okay. So not full on content, but not, not there's sure. a lot less words you could have used. Sarah says open communication, feeling safe to be yourself, feeling loved is important in a relationship. I agree with all of that. Um, I said also our different schedules, which I talked about before, remove some of the connection and, and intimacy from like just from sleep. I mean, just from sleeping next to each other like we were crossing in the night like literally and it disrupts both of our sleeping patterns so and sarah said it even better than i did with far less words being together but not present yep. yes but you could also have that without spending a lot of time together right but that make you know again makes it easier you're like yeah whatever we're doing yeah. together we're always together yeah i don't have to put anything into it I think our sleeping schedule is something we we need to talk about this week. <laughs> but I mean, we can only we can only do the best that we can. So like, he stays up later because he works later, and I work earlier, so I go to bed earlier. But when he comes to bed, I wake up. When I wake up, he wakes up. So we do like we just do the best that we can with that. But I think then the times that we are because we have a very limited window to be together. Like guys, I go to bed usually at nine thirty. Like I'm gonna get to stay up past my bedtime tonight and I'm excited about this but also I have a nine o'clock Facebook live that I'm doing in the morning so he's gonna be up much later right so we have to there's something there um Sarah says job stress creating tension in the relationship yeah job stress can definitely create yeah. tension I saw a meme the other day I think it was you who told it to me but maybe now I thought I told Lacey it was you but I don't think it was Someone said, it must be really hard to be the Grinch at Christmas when you're married to Buddy the Elf. Oh, that was not bad. Okay. But he would be like the Grinch. I would be like Buddy the Elf. I like Christmas. Hey, who decorated this tree? But I, You did. But I'm not talking. Who put the Christmas hat on Thor? You did. All right, then. But I'm not talking just about Christmas. I'm talking about life. Yeah. Okay. So, like, in life, he's the Grinch, and I'm Buddy the <laughs> Elf when it comes to things that aren't Hey, the Grinch is just misunderstood. Yeah. Buddy is <laughs> psychotic, too. So then after you write what challenges are, then you say, why? Why are those challenges? What might we need to do differently in the next year? But now it's what's going well. Like what's, and I said, seeing each other daily. I mean, we get to yeah. see each other every day. Um, we really focused on nutrition and food for a while there with COVID. We were not. We have definitely, we had meal delivery service on point for a while. Now we're cooking really healthy meals. Um, our finances are working well. And one thing that COVID really did, and, and it ties into the meal delivery service, is because our schedules were so different and because we were both feeling very burned out by tech, like extra burned out by being online, 
we noticed that certain things were suffering, like cooking. Cooking was one thing. He doesn't get off work till nine. I was hungry, but I was tired. I don't want to cook every night. He didn't want to come down and cook girl. Like he wasn't ready. He didn't want to cook. He was also tired. I didn't want to wait. I was tired. He was like, there was a whole combination of things. We could have just kept either ordering out and getting like our waistline larger and larger and larger. Which we did for a while. We did for a while, but we really did that for part of it was to support our local businesses. And that became the excuse, right? Then that became the excuse. But what we decided was, you know what? We're just, it's worth the extra money to order a meal delivery service. So there was a meal delivery service called Factor. And for a while, they deliver fresh meals uh, once a week for that upcoming week. And they're, they're really good. I mean, they were good to a point. They were repetitive. Well, they were repetitive. Um, because I'm diabetic and because it works for her, we do keto sort of to a degree, hence straight liquor instead of mixers and so on. Um, the problem is I've discovered I hate broccoli and apparently that's the only keto vegetable that factor knew what it was. So that ended up becoming a problem. But it was repetitive. I mean, repetitive. Yeah. Repetitive. So, but for a while we did that, we were just like, you know what? It's worth whatever the extra is. We were definitely paying more than what groceries But cheaper than ordering out every day. But it was cheaper than ordering out So, in order to just have a meal that we just, it was fresh and it was good, but we just put it in the oven and we just cooked it. And we're going to go back. We're just trying to find a different meal delivery service. But I think we've just decided that that's something that really increases the quality of our time together. In fact, we try to outsource as much as possible. So we outsource, we have housekeepers come, we have our groceries delivered, we have the the meal service when we're ready for that again. And yet um, we haven't outsourced laundry. So we, we did for a bit. So we did for a bit, but it ne- never worked well. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a different laundry delivery service. Yeah, it's actually putting away the laundry. So here's a question, and this this is just me out of left field. So it's my opinion that most household chores are split down the middle. There's parts of it that some that you don't mind doing, and parts of it you despise. Like I don't mind doing laundry. I don't mind loading the dishwasher. I am really bad at unloading the dishwasher and putting my laundry away once it's clean. Unfortunately, she shares these. So I'm pretty convinced that most people split somewhere on there. Sarah says it feels like this year has made housework even more stressful because you can't just ignore it until the weekend. Right, because it's in your face, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lisa's diabetic too. Sarah's like, I love all those ideas. Oh, Sarah, we are the, like, we have a post. We have a backyard that's like the size of a postage stamp, and we outsource lawn care for it. Well, to some- be fair, in the spring after the winter, we outsource once front and back, full oh, no, no. weeding, mulching, yeah. everything. Everything. But I still cut the grass. You do now, but for a while we outsource that yeah, because that. because of our schedule. When we notice, so here's here's our thought process around chores and things like that. It is more important that when we have free time, we spend our time together and doing fun things and going out and having a great time instead of like, oh, he has free time. So now he has a list of chores to do or I have free time and now there are errands that I have to run. We have limited free time because of his schedule, which we've talked about, because I run a business as an entrepreneur. You just kind of do have different. I have a lot more time than when I started my business because Amanda, if you're still here, thank you so much. Sydney, if you're here, thank you so much. Um, And I just make decisions in my business to give me time. 
but it's still limited time when you're an entrepreneur. What we decided a long time ago together was when we have free time, we don't want to be running errands and we don't want to be spending it on chores. We would rather be doing fun things together. So that meant outsourcing the things that would normally fill up our free time, like grocery shopping, laundry, doing the laundry, do, mowing the lawn, housekeeping, all of those things that take up time. If instead you outsource them, like what's more valuable to you, right? Some people are like, but that costs so much money. And it really actually doesn't at the end of the day. And if you do have your own business like me, you can usually make up for it like with your clients, with the extra energy that you have. But even if it does, you weigh that value to the, the time that you spend connecting with your spouse, right? And I would much rather spend time going out and having fun and doing adventures than watch him have to hang up a shelf or fix <laughs> up. Yeah, I don't ever want to watch Chuck hang up a shelf. Not handy. I use analogies for things that aren't real in our lives. That's what I do. Yeah, but I make it. Sarah says, yeah. So guys, maybe that's something that you guys can do, right? Um, so Chuck kind of agreed. Do you agree with these things? Because you did not write an answer with what what yeah. is, what our challenges were and what's going well. Okay, so we agreed on those things. How are you guys doing out there? So then it's, well, what do you want to cultivate more of? What do you want to cultivate more of? Adventures you want to have together and rest, restful moments that you want to have in the new year. So I'm curious for those of you who are here, what more, what adventures do you want to have in 2021? I mean, we think of adventure as a trip, but it doesn't have to be a trip. So maybe it's taking, learning a new skill together or taking a course together or just going to a local town. It can be a day trip. It could be trying to cook a new meal together, going out to a new food together, you know, a new restaurant together. What are the adventures that you guys want to cultivate together in the new year? And then what are some ways that you guys can be at rest together. So again, I wrote the answers and you can tell where Chuck just put arrows with exclamation points, like indicating the priority of this. Sarah says potty training. Is that, is that, is that a cause for stress? Is that what you're going to outsource or is that an Ooh, adventure? How do you outsource? I, I think you just hire somebody to come potty train your yeah. kid, right? Yeah. You just come. You send your maybe you just send your kid away to we don't have kids so maybe you just send your kid away to potty training camp that should be a thing that should be a thing like I'm sending you away for two weeks until you learn until your house opens <laughs> it's an adventure and then go back and see adventure yeah that's what I thought so we said more travel one of the adventures we want to have not just over the next year but like over the next couple of years but probably sooner than later would be the ability to retire Chuck. Now, whether he's actually going to be retired or not is up to him, but the ability, so he has choices in his career. Uh, Sarah says it should be a thing. Shay says, besides travel, ballroom, ballroom dancing lessons. Chuck, do you see that? I am not. Thank you, Shay. I have yeah, said. Yeah, thank you, Shay. I have said to Chuck for like two years, I want to go take some dance lessons. I'm out. No, come back. <laughs> do you think that you would do some dance lessons? No. Yeah, you said yes I can't before. Dance. Yeah, you, you didn't take advantage of it. Oh my that. gosh. Well, COVID happened. Well, lucky for me. <laughs> what are lucky and, for you too? Because we, that will crush your feet. We said hosting more friends, new food and whiskey adventures. What are some ways that you guys can cultivate rest? So we said at home dates, outsourcing tasks and chores is probably our number one. That's what I'll say. Outsourcing our tasks and chores. Chuck said sleeping. 
but finally decorating the bedroom. The bedroom has gotten like the short end of the stick in our house because we're barely in there. So we decorated our offices. We decorated the living room. We're working on the kitchen. We have the deck, but like our bedroom, it's not terrible, but it just doesn't feel like that restful. Our bed is is great. It just doesn't feel like a restful sanctuary, right? Where you just fall asleep. It's a little cluttered. There's some like, it's not the most convenient for storing our stuff or putting away clothes. It's very awkwardly like shaped. So I think if we just like do, it'll feel more peaceful. But for you guys, what are some ways that you can add more rest or connectedness or downtime into your schedules? Oh, Sarah says we have a timeshare. We need to take advantage of it. Yeah, I think you guys need to take advantage of it. Where is it? <laughs> Do you bring guests with you, Sarah? Like, tell me, <laughs> tell me what's going on with your timeshare. Tell me what's, what's happening with it. I mean, I know travel was wonky, right? I mean, technically we can travel. I know it's wonky. We need to repaint the bedroom so it's more peaceful. I love that. Then there's a section where you write letters to each other. To be honest, we kind of skip over that. I don't know why. We just don't do that to each other, really. Um, it's hard enough for me to write in like three or four cards a year. It's a company, so we can go all over. And if you ever want guests, like, we travel. We love to travel. Um, so now then it's just like an area to brainstorm the kinds of goals that you want to achieve oh, in 2020. And then it's just brainstorming. And then you go to our goals as a couple, which you see, I said, we will do these lives. We will do these lives. So just so you know, when it comes to setting goals as a couple, so now you have this. So Sarah said, do you have the worksheet? So Sarah, in the um, description of this video, like if you look up at the content part where the post is, there's a link. So I think it's above. Like click the link that's in the description, like expand the description and click on the link. It'll take you right to this. It's a downloadable, so you just click and pay, and then it automatically pops up for you to download this, and then you guys can work on it. You can use the same one year after year, the same PDF over and over, because it's not, like, dated for a certain year. It's evergreen, so you can do that. So when it comes to the reason that you do all this pre-work, though, oh, see? Alexa just said bedtime for Rita. No, no. I get to I get to stay up late today. I'm drinking bourbon. I'm staying up late. For everybody who joins me on my Facebook Live at 9 a.m. tomorrow, very sorry that I'm going to be super tired. Um, but these goals, the reason that they have you do all the pre-work is so you have this clear idea of what's important to both of us. What did we think our challenges were? What are the priorities that we want to focus on to overcome the challenges? What worked well and how can we do more of that in the upcoming year? What do we want to add into our lives to make it more adventurous, to make it feel more lively, to make it feel more fresh, right? So it has you pick three goals. And the three things that you write out about these goals are what the goal is and why it's important, what the very first step is, not all the steps, just what the very first step is, and how you will celebrate making progress on that goal, not just completing it but also making progress because everybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan, not on celebrating achieving the goal, but on celebrating every single step that you take to reach the goal. Because reaching the goal is just the byproduct of all of the steps that you took to reach it. So you should be celebrating all the steps because reaching the goal is just the end result. That's not anything special. It's all the steps you took to reach the goal. So talking about celebration. So I'm curious for you guys who are watching, what is a goal that you guys want to make happen? Whether it's 
a romantic relationship, whether it's a family relationship, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's a friendship, what whoever's watching for whatever purpose, whether even it's, it's just you solo, what is something that you want to make happen next year in 2021? What do you want to make happen? So Chuck, what do you want to make happen in 2021? Trips. Yeah. So I also said more travel. Yeah. More travel, whether that's local. Even we love our little day getaways where we drive to some little town. We drive somewhere. Also going to other U.S. states, I think, because, I mean, we can drive, we can fly. So even if flying feels weird or still complicated or crazy, we can get in the car. We can drive somewhere. We can get Airbnb. We can, at this point, Chuck and I feel safe traveling. I think that that's fair to say. We feel like we can travel safely um, and we're willing to take the risks of travel. Um, And so traveling locally to our small towns, to U.S. states, and when we can, because that's the complicated part, is internationally, um, we will travel. So what's the very first thing that we can do together for this? Like pick a... Pick a, well, I got my passport. So I'm you did get our You did get your passport. Can we like pick a a a time frame? So no matter what, where we go, we're going to take a trip during this time frame. Like we don't have to pick the dates now, but I mean, well, that I mean we're going to take a day trip in DC for St. Patty's Day. We know that. That's not a, that's a St. Patty's Day celebration. Yeah. That's not a travel well, trip. Yeah. My know. husband loves St. Patrick's Day, and so we take it off of work. I mean, my boss is super cool and lets me take it off, but he pre-plans to take the day off of me. Uh, we Only when it's during the week, though. No. When it's on Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. If it's on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. We don't celebrate it. We celebrate it at home. Out. Yeah, we celebrate it at home. So we go out to celebrate it whenever it's like a weekday and nobody's out celebrating. But what do you think about just picking like a week and saying, this will be a trip. We don't know where. We don't know how yet. But this week you're going to take off. I'll take off and we'll go somewhere. So we pick the dates we we know we want to travel and we just take them off so we have it free to travel. Do that. Okay. All right. So that's what we'll do. We'll just pick dates. We'll select them. And then we'll celebrate by taking the freaking trip (laughs) and what we do on the trip. You think? Mm -hmm. All right. Sarah says, I know. Sarah, can you believe he's never been to Chicago? And when I come to Chicago, he's not even going to come with me. Another friend is coming with me because he didn't want to go to Chicago. But I would like to get him to go to Chicago. He's never Once been I'm to Chicago. Vacation time. Once I'm, you know. The only way to do St. Patty's Day is in Chicago when they dye the Chicago River green for St. Patrick's Day. It's not always green? No, it's blue. Uh, really? Mm. Tanita says, have you all ever visited Savannah for St. Patrick's Day? No. Tell me more about, I love Savannah, Tanita. So tell me more about, it's sleet. It's sleeting outside, guys. It's supposed to sleet and turn back over to snow. Have you all ever visited Savannah? No, tell me about St. Patrick's Day in Savannah. I want to know more. All right. So what's the second goal? Tell me this and then you keep going. Wow. No, I'm going to let them type while we move Uh, on to the second goal. So what's, what's another goal? So we did say experience new places for both of us so that's kind of traveling right right like we'll say at a different hotel you think, in you think that, that like decorate the decorating the bedroom because we both brought it up yeah we should okay so i think our second goal is going to be to make our bedroom like a sanctuary so what if is i still have oh i see what is our first step oh what is our first step together to buy what a dresser yes okay 
Sorry, I have the same dresser I have had for, oh, God. It was before I started it. <sighs> no, it was right when I started at where I work now. Um, Guys, so that would make it 17 years. He has a college dresser. He has an Ikea. It's not, it's not Ikea. It's okay. Souter. It's, it's Walmart. It's Walmart. It's a Walmart dresser. Like the kind that has the, the what, what's the back? It's not plywood. It's um cardboard. Cardboard. Cardboard backing. Like plywood. <laughs> it's terrible. And it's falling apart. And the drawer. And it doesn't match anything else in our whole room. Like it's the wrong color. But he's like, but it works. But it works. And finally, he was like, we should probably get another dresser. Well, honestly, it's because I was putting my t-shirts away and the bottom fell out of one of the drawers. That's why. So how many of you have spouses or partners or whatever like this? Where it's only, they will only replace something after it's been run into the ground and not before. I'm curious. Hey, it worked for my car. Amanda says, so Amanda is still here. Our goals are to pay off debt and make our house a home. So I think if you stick with me as my OBM, you'll be paying off your <laughs> debt. Because it's like every month for me, I'm like, hey, I know I only hired you for 20 hours a month, but <laughs> I need you for a few more. Can you just handle a little more, please? Lisa says, only spend money if it's broken. If it's he broken, it only, can't be fixed. He only spends money if it's broken. Gotta run, but thanks for this. Can't wait to... Sarah, let me know how it goes. Message me and let me know how it goes. Tanita says in Savannah, St. Patrick's Day is a big thing. They tie the river. Everything is downtown on River Street. <laughs> Interesting. We might have to check that out. Maybe one year we'll travel for St. Patrick's Day. That would be cool. Um, so, so I think that buying this dresser will be a good first step towards redecorating our... How are we going to celebrate once we've actually redecorated, made it clutter-free, got it to where it feels easy to put away clothes? Right, because that's really the reason we don't put away clothes. I'm not kidding. Is it's not easy to put away clothes. He has a broken dresser where the drawers, and my dresser is beautiful. It is old. It is antique. It is real wood. But of course, that means the drawers open very difficultly and close. And the drawers are deep, but that's not practical. Like one big deep drawer is not practical. So it's frustrating to put clothes away. The way our master closet is, it's narrow and long. And so when you go to hang up clothes, there's very little space and they all kind of fall off the rack. So it's not convenient to put clothes. It's very frustrating. So once we solve this problem and actually get the organization going in our room, I think that chore will take care of itself a little bit. Well, I mean, before we met, I had a pretty good easy way to do it. Oh my gosh, she just threw stuff on the floor. No, What'd I you put do? it in my bushel basket of laundry. My laundry, my, my laundry, my dirty laundry went on the floor. My clean laundry went in the bushel basket, and that was my dresser. How many of you want with your partners? I'm curious about this. With your significant other, do you wash laundry the same way, or do you have different philosophies for how you wash laundry? I'm very curious about that. So let me know. Um. So how will we celebrate? I think when we have this all done, we'll celebrate by outsourcing our laundry. That's when we'll outsource it. She asks because. I'm all about buying clothes that are all roughly the same color and can wash them all together. But you don't really care if they're the same color or not. I care. It doesn't matter if they bleed together if you wear all dark. All right. So our third goal could be about, apparently could be about health, exercise or activity or money. Or do you have one that's not about any of those categories? 
Lisa's is different. I separate. He just uses cold water and mixes everything together. Oh, all right, sorry. Lisa. So we're all going on a double date at some point because our husbands are meant to be BFFs, apparently, is what's happening oh, here. Oh, shit. What'd you do? Oh, no. Did it spill? No, it was cat. It was cat. Okay. It spill liquor. Different laundry philosophy for sure, says Shay. What about dishwasher loading? I'm very curious about that. Do you have different or same philosophies on how to load the dishwasher? Lola says we each do our own laundry. Very. I tried that. Very. She gets upset if I do that. Right? I'm like, okay, just leave. You know what? It's a pain in the ass for you. I get it. You know? Let me just do my laundry, which will make it easier for you to do yours. And she gets upset. <laughs> to be fair, I've gotten much better about that. At the beginning of our marriage, I felt like, I don't know what I felt like. I felt like you were neglecting my laundry and not helping take care of me and doing it because you were only going to do your own. But then I'd be like, but I have only a few things to wash. I need your clothes to wash it with mine to make a full load. But now I'm pretty much like, whatever, just throw your laundry in the laundry and just do your own and I'll do my own. Different dishwasher loading too. Amanda says, we wash it the same, not separating or anything. Nothing badish has happened yet. Also, my husband wants to add, he used to have his laundry in Staples paper boxes. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> I love this. I love this live every year. All right. So what do you think the third goal? So we have one about travel, travel TV. and experience. No, travel. We don't do TV here. Travel and experience because we will never circle back on it. Well, and making our bedroom. So, um, is it about intimacy? We can say intimacy. Sure. All right. So our goal is to it because because sleeping we're not even sleeping next to each other really. So we're going to, in, to sleep. We're going to increase. We're married. We're allowed to talk about stuff like this. We can increase our intimacy. Holly, you need to leave the Facebook live right now. My sister needs to leave yeah, the Facebook live. No, your sister's like whatever. These two just fall asleep at ten o'clock at night. She knows. We're like. I'm going to bed. Um, I, okay. So then our first step together, I think, is intimacy, to be fair. So I'm going to pick our first step. He's going to hate it, by the way. He's going to hate it. So intimacy is more than just sex. Okay. I'm sorry. It, int, men, <laughs> maybe some women, intimacy is more than just sex. So my friend Maggie. Mars, Venus thing, apparently. My friend Maggie who is an incredible marriage relationship therapist. She has written a book. And the book is Conversation Starter Questions to help you connect with your spouse. Okay? Like, so all I want to do, hold on. Nope. Maggie, I know you're watching. Hold on. All I want to do is get the book and just while we're sitting on the couch, when I just ask a question and we just have a conversation. It's nothing you have to write. It's you can't nothing. have conversations with me. You get angry. No, these are, these are good. Will you try with me? Would you be willing to try? Yeah, but if you get angry or upset or cry, I won't get fault. I won't get angry. I won't get upset. I won't cry. So oh. we're gonna buy Maggie's book. Guys, I'm gonna put the link to Maggie's book in the comments because it's incredible. It literally is just conversations, questions, conversation starters to help you, in fact, just connect deep like on a deeper level with your Spells. So let me see if I can find you can find it after the name. I can. So I'm curious. What are some of some of your goals? I see your dishwasher philosophies. I see your laundry philosophies. What are some of your couple's goals? 
So let me go and find this book. And I, okay. It's called Questions for Couples Journal. So it's a Questions for Couples Journal. 400 questions to enjoy, reflect, and connect with your partner. Are you willing to, like, if I get this book, will you, like, just have some discussions with me over these questions? Yeah? Sure. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's going to be our third goal. And when we actually have a conversation around some of the questions, a good productive conversation, we will celebrate by increasing our intimacy. How about that? How about that? Increasing our intimacy in other ways. How about that? How we can do that? That's the goal. That's not a reward. <laughs> so church, money, intimacy. I like it. I like those things together. Church, money, intimacy are the three guys goals. But like Lisa, do you have specific goals? You always tell us, but like, do you? <laughs> I don't mean for like your intimacy, but like you don't even have to tell us for money or church. But like, if you have specific ones you want to share. I want to share some other features real quick before we wrap this up of what this guide has. This is new to the guide, so I think it's really cool. They give you different ideas for monthly, weekly, and daily with your spouse. So it's like, hey, like maybe you brainstorm TV-free activities to do together for the month. Maybe you get out of the house for a date night or review your finances or read an article and discuss it together or create a mission statement or make a plan for your anniversary. Weekly actions are weekly check-ins on the goals, which I absolutely positively want to do. I absolutely positively want to do that. Um, look, Rebecca's here. Is oh, she? Member of the clan. She's our niece-in-law. That thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Our nephew's wife. She was silly <laughs> enough to marry my nephew. Hi, Rebecca. Um, and then it has daily ideas, like maybe have some phone-free time where you go on a walk together. Maybe sit down for a meal together. Play a board game together. Send a text to each other. So you can go through this page and like come up with things that you want to do together, which I think is really cool. Will says, wow. Your nephew. Yeah, Bill, you're nephew, in trouble now. Our, ne our nephew says, wow, because you said that. Like she was. Um, then it gives you some other steps on where you can go to cultivate your relationship. So I like that. That's new. There are a lot of books and websites and things that are pretty cool. Even games, like looking for better evenings and so social media. Here are some board games and things that you're, you'll like to play together. Um, and then what's really neat, they included weekly check-in sheets, which is going to help us do this. Look, he's looking at his watch because he wants to go play his new No, show. I got a buzz. He wants to play his new cyberpunk game. I love our date nights. They also function as our weekly check-in, says Lola. That's what we're going to do at Marlarkey Distillery. We're going to have a weekly check-in and a date together. And now they have weekly check-in pages. And as Rebecca says, I like this. I like this. Then they even have a chore page, like children, where you can take a chore and you can show who it's assigned to. This is where we have actually... We did that. It failed. It failed because of COVID. We were doing really well no, because we no. had our schedule, but now we're here all the time, both of us are here all the time. But for a while, we got into a rhythm of like, Chuck loaded the dishwasher, I unloaded it. Chuck loads the laundry, I unload the laundry. Like, we got Everything into, hot with bleach. We got into a groove, but we need to get back into that groove because now we both hate chores so much that neither one of us are doing them. Like, the ones we're not outsourcing, we're not doing them. But I do like this. So this is a great like little way that you can just assign chores. You can print that page out as much as you want to. 
Then it's a gratitude page. Like, why are you grateful for you as a couple? Not just why are you grateful for each other, but why are you grateful as a couple? And then they have finally this year for the first time, a way to measure the progress on the goals that you set. So if you have the goal, you can print out one page for each of your three goals and write all the actions that it will take, all the little baby steps to reach that goal and have a date and a deadline and then check it off as you go. Bacon is for every day. And just post that on the wall and then you can just measure the progress of your goals. Then if you do want to declutter or organize, because apparently this is a very popular goal, they even have a sheet to help you break that down into an actionable goal, including donating and dropping things off. And then what can you do to create a life-giving home, which is what we're talking about, like creating things to be with ease so that you're peaceful or so you're not filling your day with chores and crazy stuff because you're outsourcing all of that. And they have a page to help you do that too. So that's what the goal setting guide is. Now you guys saw us set our goals. So you know to hold us accountable to our three goals, which have to do with getting our bedroom to feel like a sanctuary, traveling and experiencing new people and places and things, and then increasing all kinds of intimacy, emotional, physical, all kinds of intimacy with each other because COVID almost wore us out on each other in terms of just like, he's always here. He's always here. He's always here. He's always here. Just can I can I say that again? He's always here. But I love him. So let's see. Bacon Sundays. The kids love bacon Sunday. Couples rituals and traditions are so important. I agree. And we do have a good many of those. We do. Um, guys, do you have any questions? Did you find this helpful? Did you find this live helpful? Every year we get feedback. Should we come back live in 2021? Do you want updates from us? Do you just want updates from me? Do you not really care? How our goals go. Let me know that too. We're good with either of it. Should Chuck start his own podcast? Yes or no? I would love to know your vote on that. He has so much time. You could do a podcast about video games. You could do a podcast about some kind of freak gamer. You could be a YouTuber that just videos yourself playing the game and talking about it while you play the game. You could totally do that. How many things Chuck needs his own show? But Guys, I do want to know, what are your goals? If you're watching on replay, if you're watching live and you haven't shared, what is one of your goals for 2021? Lisa says, this was oh, real. Lola. Oh, Lola says, how can I miss you if you won't go away? <laughs> right? I know. Lisa says, this was real, super fun, but definitely a conversation starter, even if we can't execute perfectly. So true. I mean, we didn't execute perfectly at all this year. You could take perfectly out of that. We didn't actually, you know, we, we reached one of our goals. Oh, that's true. We did not execute perfectly at all. And really, that was because of the lack of check-ins. If we had kept that, like that one habit, if we had just said, out of everything, if we just meet once a week and bring these up and look at them and talk about them, we probably would have made more progress as much as we could have. Mm. We would have turned our virtual, our, our friend stuff into virtual. We would have, we would have done all of that. But we didn't because we just let them go away. So that is something to, to keep in mind. So Chuck needs a podcast. Chuck is hilarious. Oh, my God. Facts or facts. <laughs> facts or facts. There's the name of your podcast. Facts or facts with Chuck Goodrow. And you just drink whiskey. And you say everything that's not an actual fact. And you call it facts or facts. And then you just like. Are you saying I'm not hilarious? You are. So that's not a fact. <laughs> Look, Rebecca, oh my gosh, Rebecca says Chuck is hilarious. Right, and you said that. And then, you know, mm -hmm. and then I said facts are facts. And you're like, oh, so you say everything that's not facts. So you're saying that's not a fact? No, that is a fact. 
But I'm um, forget. Me down oh my gosh, day. he is hilarious. He's also here all the time. All the I get this hilarity all day long, every minute of the day. So, thank you so much for being with us. I really do want to hear what of your goals for 2021. I'm curious, how many of you love this goal guide? Click on the link again. It's under 20 bucks. Click on the link above. It's my affiliate link. What that means is I get a small person. Trust me. It's a very small percentage of each sale based on the purchase price. This is a very low purchase price. But once you buy this once, you can use it year after year after year. So if you're curious and you want to work through this with your partner, click on that. Buy it. I promise you won't be disappointed in it. John says Chuck is fantastic. Says wise Lisa. Man, wise man that John. That John is a wise man. But let us know your goals. Let us know if you have any questions. Let me know if you have any issues around setting goals as a couple, whether, again, that's with your spouse or a child or a business partner or a friend. And we will, like, touch base then in 90 days, I think, to let you know how we're doing. I think by telling them that we'll check in, they think you're funny. Yeah. They want more Chuck. Mm -hmm. So if they know in 90 days, maybe we'll all meet back here and we'll all check in on our goals. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Sure. No, say yes and, yes. Really, and mean it. Yes. Make the commitment to them. Okay. No, make the commitment to them that you'll be back in 90 days. We'll do everything we possibly can to be back in oh 90 days. Oh, my God. Days. We will be back in 90 days. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Take care. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcast, and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamimidoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.